Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome to another edition of DIY Money. Daniel's only with you here this week. Actually, Quint is out this week, uh, so you just get one of the halves of DIY Money. Uh, just Daniel here. You can do it! But we've still got uh, great content coming for you. We got another great question in the queue this week. In fact, we have been getting a variety of really excellent questions uh, from you guys, the audience, whether that is questions for the podcast that you guys submit via email in an audio message format to podcast at DIYmoney.org. Submit them there. We're going to give you uh, $25 in Amazon gift card if we decide to use those in the show. So uh, definitely an incentive to use them there. But we've also been getting a ton of great uh, comments and questions and suggestions in our DIY.money Instagram page. We've been interacting uh, quite a bit with you guys there. It's been really fun. Uh, also over at the DIY Tribe on Facebook, the DIY Money Tribe on Facebook, uh, where Quentin has been doing a lot of great work, uh, really trying to give some great tutorials through uh, budgeting and finance and, and so forth. So uh, check that out if you're on Facebook. Check out DIY.money if you are on Instagram. And shoot us a question. Keep an eye out, too, in the next couple of weeks as we put out some more of the videos on YouTube. You're going to see some cool stuff happening there. We're getting uh, quite a few email questions in. Uh, both to our uh, email and to, for instance, uh, Messenger on Instagram and so forth that we can't use on the show, uh, unfortunately, because they are not voice memos, but they're still excellent questions. And so we're going to touch on those in some various different videos coming up. So go ahead and look for us on YouTube. We'll try to link to that somewhere, uh, whether that's on our Instagram page or on the website, uh, so that you can easily find that DIY money YouTube. But uh, keep a look for some great videos coming out there where we're going to kind of do some more deep dives and explaining some of these concepts that you guys are emailing in and asking a lot of great questions about. But nevertheless, let's get to our question for today. Our question for today is from Andre. Andre uh, did exactly what we asked him to do, recorded a voice memo, sent that to podcast at DIYmoney.org. It's a great question. So we're going to use it on the show today. He's going to get $25 Amazon gift card. Thanks for your question. Andre, what do you got for us today? DIY! Hi guys, my name's Andre, I'm from New Hampshire, and I was wondering how you feel about my debt payoff strategy. One that I haven't really heard of before, it's a little mix of Dave Ramsey and not Dave Ramsey's methods. Uh, my plan is to make minimum payments on these loans, so while these loan principles are going down, I'm stacking up cash in the bank at the same time. I currently save more than half that I make, and when I hit two to three times my loan and debt balance, I will then hit them all at once and eliminate them completely. I feel that liquidity is important in this time. Just wanted to get your opinions on my method. Thanks, appreciate it. Stay safe, stay healthy. All right, Andre, that was an excellent question. And this is actually something that uh, I have wrestled with myself uh, over the years because uh, it's a tough decision to make when you're talking about paying off debt, which really zaps your liquidity. But before we even get there, Andre, did you say that you were saving half of your income? Half of your income, Andre. I currently save more than half that I make. 
That is excellent. That is uh, well on your way to uh, DIY money status for sure. Uh, you're definitely going to reach financial freedom here uh, in the future if you continue to be that disciplined, uh, that driven, and that aggressive at getting after your goals. Well, isn't that just the bee's knees? When you're paying off debt, what are some things to consider? And I think you really hit the nail on the head here. One of my personal beefs with the really get aggressive at paying off debt philosophy is the fact that simply by paying off debt, you're also eliminating your liquidity. So uh, one of the things that people often struggle with in their effort to really get aggressive and pay down debt is that a lot of them don't have an emergency fund to even start with. And so they go down the first step of building up that emergency fund, which is a critically important step, having your fast cash, building your emergency fund, understanding your budget, uh, you know, doing your tracking and so forth is all critical first steps. It sounds like you've uh, at least done part of that because you know that you are saving half of your income. So you're getting that tracking piece down. I'm going to assume if you haven't already uh, built up an emergency fund, the fact that you're building up liquidity in a savings account sounds like you are essentially doing that in some way, shape, or form, you have an emergency fund built up. But one of the things that people struggle with as they're getting aggressive paying down debt is they get into this vicious cycle where they put tons of money down on their debt. They don't build up an emergency fund. Then an emergency happens. Then they put more money on their debt. They take out another credit card loan or a home equity loan, whatever it is to cover that emergency that happened because they don't have any cash available because they've been putting all that cash towards their debt. Then they aggressively try to start paying that off. Lo and behold, another emergency comes up sometime down the road towards paying off that debt. And it just creates this vicious cycle that they keep going through where they pay off debt, have an emergency, pay off debt, have an emergency, and it goes on and on and on. This is the critical reason for liquidity. And one of the first places for liquidity is your emergency fund. But beyond that, I even like to have more liquidity beyond the emergency fund. And Andre, what you are talking about doing right now, which is basically paying off your debt, but paying it to yourself so that it's there in case something happens, is a practice that I've done on multiple occasions. So the first occasion when we owned a house uh, a couple of years back and we were looking towards, should we make an extra payment on the house or should we sock that away somewhere safe and do what you're doing, which is when that account eventually equals the mortgage, we can always pay off the mortgage. However, what we can't do is if we're continuing to make an extra payment every month and something comes up, we can't easily access those funds if we really needed them. So the liquidity becomes critically important. It's great to pay down debt. The problem with paying down debt is the minute that you make that extra debt payment, the amount above your minimum, those funds are gone. They're no longer liquid. You no longer have access to them. So what we did in the house instance, we were paying our normal monthly payment on the house. It's basically your minimum payment. Uh, and then we are putting that money in a high yielding savings account. Now, this was a couple years ago uh, before interest rates went down. So I believe back then, uh, Ally Financial was paying somewhere in the nature of 2.2, 2.5%, maybe somewhere around there. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I think it was a, a fairly reasonable amount. Our interest rate on our mortgage was three and a half. So effectively, what we were losing by putting our extra payment into our bank account versus onto the mortgage was we were losing that 1% a month that the mortgage charges above and beyond the savings account. 
Are you tracking with me there? Yes, sir, Bob. The amount of charge, the, the amount of opportunity cost, or the amount of actual cost, rather, uh, of putting it in our savings account rather than putting it on the mortgage is the mortgage interest minus the savings account interest that we're paying. Now, this is important. Why? Because if we're not talking about a mortgage on a house, which is a relatively low interest rate, or a loan on a car, which again is hopefully a relatively low interest rate if you have one at all, or say a student loan, which should also be in all things considered in the debt world, a fairly low interest rate. But if we're talking about a credit card now or an unsecured line of credit, something of that nature with a fairly high interest rate, I'm talking 8%, 10%, 12%, 20%, 25%, you can now see that the amount of money that you are losing or paying by putting that money into a savings account at current rates, which are about 1.25%. And for instance, let's say that you are uh, in a credit card and you're paying 19.25% interest annually. These are both annual numbers then your cost of putting that money in the savings account versus onto that credit card and getting it knocked down very quickly is 18% per year. Now, that may not sound like a lot, 18% per year, but on $100, if you were going to make a $100 payment extra to your credit card this month, uh, we're at the beginning of June, so let's say this month you're going to make a $100 payment to your credit card, if you had made that to your credit card over the next 12 months, you would have saved approximately, I mean, these are just round numbers. We're doing simple math. You would have saved approximately $18 by just putting that on the credit card instead of in your savings account. Okay. Now add that up $100 every month. And that is real money that starts to add up, allows you to pay down that credit card much, much, much sooner. So Andre, you didn't really say kind of what types of loans, what kind of debt it was out there. If it's something in the terms of mortgage debt, something that's under that 5% level, somewhere around there, then the liquidity might be worth it to you. It depends on the, the job that you're in. If you're in a job that's not very secure, and let's be honest, over the last couple of months, a lot of us have looked around at our jobs, regardless of how secure they are, and wondered, how secure is this? So that might be all of us at this point, unfortunately. So if you're in a job that you feel might not be very secure, the liquidity may be critically important to your mental and emotional state, okay? That's totally fine, then save it up there. But understand this important math. The difference between the interest rate on your debt and the interest rate on your savings is the price you are paying to put that money in your savings. Now, I'll be real honest with you. Uh, uh, about a year ago, we bought a new van for our family. We have two young kids, so we bought a new van for the family. We could uh, tote them around and all of their stuff and go on family vacations and so forth. We have the money in our savings to have bought that. We had been saving up. Why? Well, we sold a house. We got a big chunk, not really that big of a chunk, but we got a decent chunk from that, right? Uh, which was going to go towards down payment for another house. We had been saving up for a car in a savings account. We had most of it, probably about 60, 70% of the way there uh, before the time that we found the van that we really wanted at the price that we really wanted. So we were really close. We thought about just buying it with, with cash, but then we looked and go, well, we sold a house. We're renting a house right now, kind of keeping our eyes open for that right house to come along at the right price. And it would be really nice to have that liquidity available if that came up sooner than later. So what did we do? Well, we financed the van at a 3.4% interest rate. I believe it is a 3.4 or 3.49. 3.4, we'll say, percent interest rate. 
And we're sticking that money into our ally savings account at 1.25. So here, Andre, I'm telling you that a financial planner, not saying that it's the right advice. We don't give advice on the show, personal advice at all. But I'm just giving you an example of a financial planner that is following the same strategy that you are. Why? Because I want the liquidity because it meets a goal for us. That goal is, is it give us is it gives us some buffer in a time of emergency, but it also allows us to be closer to our goal of buying a house if we choose to. Now, uh, in our particular instance, the amount in the savings is, is more than the uh, debt on that van currently. So we could just go pay it off, but right now it just doesn't fit our goal. Uh, however, in the future, we may change our mind and we'll probably more than likely pay that off much earlier than the loan term that we took out. And if that's perfectly fine. What you have to do is make sure that you understand whether the costs are worth it or not for your particular instance. And you need to be able to do this math between the interest rate you're paying and the interest rate you're receiving on the savings. A lot of people don't do that math and they don't realize that they are paying a lot more for that peace of mind and liquidity than it actually might be worth to them. Thanks, Andre, for your question. We're going to send you that $25 Amazon gift card. So keep a lookout for that. You've been listening to DIY Money. Remember, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make, invest the rest, and do so for a very long time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.